Welcome to the Starship Enterprise for the Inner Universe. My name is Patrice, and I'm an artist and designer forever studying the most elusive superpower that we humans have, our creativity. My goal is to help myself and other curious souls travel beyond constant optimization and dig up our creative potential. What happens when we collectively venture into our inner worlds? When we master our minds beyond the pop culture to-do list for positive thinking and embrace the depth of who we are. Come with me to find out. I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist about these things and I also have a few side projects going on so I'm gonna take my time because you know you gotta enjoy life can't be working 24 7 uh, I'm not about that so anyway I want to give a shout out to some of my dear friends for recording interviews with me a long time ago that I still need to edit I will get to them I promise Today, I wanted to talk to you about this topic of duality that I've been thinking about lately. This idea of light and dark, evil, good, selfish, selfless, dependent, independent, conservative, liberal, rich, poor, leader, follower, you and me, etc., etc. You know the classic archetypal opposites and ends of the spectrum. So I'm a Libra, classically stereotyped as extremely dedicated to balance, which is very true for me. And interestingly enough, I do work very hard to see past absolutes and to balance the scales in a way that feels fair and creates harmony in the world around me. And yes, this does express itself in a soft-spoken way most of the time, but on the rare occasion, it can be a little bit fierce. And I totally understand that creating absolutes helps humans make sense of the world to a point, almost like filling in the colors in your vision, allowing us to identify images and tell things and identities apart from each other. But ultimately, I have to say, absolutes have never served my growth as a person or my creative ability, unless we're talking about literally superficially shading light and dark onto like an art canvas, but we're going deeper here. And I honestly don't believe absolutes are serving a lot of us anymore as we move into this more communal approach to life. Lately, I've been feeling this pull toward exploring what truly effective community collaboration and community building means. As noted in my last podcast where I talked about shared success. So this is kind of just a continuation of that. What does it mean to be a part of a community or collective and create with a collective brain something new. 
And I'm going to tell you what I've been thinking about. Uh, I've been thinking a lot of the localization movements out there. Um, throughout 2020, I've been, you know, thinking about this community idea. And it's been in a lot of people's awareness before 2020. But like everyone else in the world who was preoccupied with pre-pandemic life and thought everything was going swell, uh, the attitude toward localization was more of a, oh, that would be nice. I'll, I'll let other people take care of that. I'll do, I'll do that and participate when I can, right? That was a lot of us who lived in the cities and, you know, get all of our groceries from far away. Even like out, if, we, if we shopped at farmer's markets, it would not be super local. We'd be driving these resources from miles and miles away. And so food is just one part of this thinking locally idea that's been swirling around in my head. Um, and in my gut, I know that it's a necessity. We have to start creating our own local support networks. It's not just really about resourcing locally. It's about giving back locally and supporting others locally, creating systems that are self-sufficient in a smaller scale way than this globalization method that is obviously breaking down. So now it's like, okay, how are we going to do that? And I'm not going to list any tactical things right now. Uh, I'll, I'll bring in an analogy instead from my work because I don't think we're ready for tactical right now. And I'll tell you why. Because before any design brainstorm that I have with my coworkers, I work on helping everybody get into the mindset about thinking about a problem or a situation differently than they know it. Thinking about it with an open mind, um, sometimes from a different angle. And this often happens through things like a little icebreaker, a chaotic drawing exercise or improv exercise where we expect the unexpected. And if we look at that as an analogy for where we are as a world society today, we are in that icebreaker phase. We are getting hyped up and ready for the creative process of creating a more inclusive and local communal society. And the only difference here is that obviously this is not very fun. <laughs> Breaking the ice that is our perceptions is highly unpleasant. And you know why? It's because our society is like that rigid, uptight dude in the corner who has never done improv, doesn't want to be there, and just wants to keep working alone in the corner in his comfortable little box. Our society doesn't want to change. They don't want to participate in this icebreaker. And anyway, what was I saying? Back to duality. How, how then, if this is what, where we are at, how do we start to work effectively together? And we don't have to think about it as a, an improv exercise because obviously this is not 
a fun time. But um, I'm going to read something that I wrote the other day that came to me while I was thinking about how individuals can empower themselves to create something different, something that they don't even expect to create. And I hope this is empowering because I know that many are feeling out of control, helpless, and um, we all want the same thing. We want things to get better. How might we create in community with each other? Contrary to popular belief, being in a community or a collective relationship, or any relationship really, is not actually a matter of placing the collective relationship and its perceived needs over your own. Hold your relationship with yourself with the same respect and accountability that you hold your relationships in the world. Understand that this does not mean superficially placing yourself before others without truly and properly addressing your fears, traumas, and desires, which can lead to narcissism. Nor does this mean prioritizing everyone else over cultivating a relationship with yourself and your fears, traumas, and desires. This can lead to codependence and addiction. Neither side of this duality is in balance because in both, we are avoiding the truth. The truth is our personal empowerment. We are most powerful and harmonious as a collective when we face our fears, traumas, and desires and embrace them. To embrace the truth means finding out what makes you tick and knowing why. And then when you know why, going even deeper than that why until you get to the real why. Continuously seeking the truth about why we are the way we are as individuals automatically benefits everyone we live and work with. We are it. The community cannot exist without you. And from there, we can start to get at the possibilities. Thank you for listening to all of that today. It's funny how I start every episode with a topic and then it all comes back to looking at yourself and your truth and your why which is actually what I am about to do because I have to figure out why it's so difficult for me to get these episodes out. I have a couple already recorded as I mentioned at the beginning but until next time get get lots of rest don't work too hard. You only got one life. Peace.